Hello and welcome to the Spirit of Fire podcast for December 9th, 2013. We've been away for a little while, but we're back now and uh, we have some new news regarding uh, Halo. Uh, first, I'd like to uh, welcome back uh, my co-host, Martin. How you doing? Good, buddy. How you doing? All right, all right. You got a new gamer tag since uh, we last talked. <laughs> yeah, people who know me and you, you know me pretty well by now, uh, I've got three loves. My family, Halo, and sports. So I thought I'd mix it up. My new gamer tags, buckets all day. I've been a big basketball fan as well as NFL fan for a while. Um, but yeah, so I'll probably change it again <laughs> some, <laughs> sometime next year when Halo 5 releases, something more Halo related. Sure, um, sure. But yeah, so buckets all day at the moment. All right, all right. Uh, we're going to kind of do something different on this podcast. Um, we're not entirely winging it, but we are a little bit. In other words, normally I set up kind of a, uh, uh, like a bullet point uh, for my co-hosts as well so that we know what we're going to talk about and what kind of general order. Uh, we're not really doing it this time we talked a little bit beforehand about some of the things but we're just going to kind of wing this one and see how it goes one thing one of the biggest changes though in this particular uh podcast is that we're not going to go over the halo bulletin uh verbatim Uh, i find that that's kind of a little tedious for one and uh, also i already do a synopsis on the blog for this and uh, really, you know, and anybody can just reread the bulletin, and that really doesn't take any skill, and there's really not any emotion to it, you know. So we'll mention things that are pertinent in the bulletin that are really, really newsworthy. But if it's just simple things, you know, if it's, uh, you know, minor matchmaking updates or things like that, uh, we won't really go over those. Like I say, it's already synopsis on my blog, so uh, we'll just leave it to that. Uh, so... Right now, though, the first thing that I want to talk about is something that's big for me, and I think maybe big for uh, some of you as well out there, and that's Spartan Assault coming to the Xbox. Uh, We just found out today, and we're recording on Monday, uh, that Spartan Assault will be available on the Xbox One on December the 24th, but then it was also stated that it won't be available on the 360 until sometime in January. Uh, the price will be $15, or rather $14.99 for both consoles, uh, and if you already got the game through Windows 8 devices, then you would only need to pay $4.99 to get a, at least on the Xbox One console. They didn't say 360 but we know at least for the Xbox One, it would only be 5 instead of 15 So uh, the thing that I really want to kind of get at is, I, I'm kind of really disappointed that it's not being released for both consoles at the same time. You know, I know that there's a marketing thing behind that, that, you know, they want to push Xbox One sales. But just the same thing, like I said, for Windows 8 devices is I'm not going to pay several hundred dollars for an item, you know, be that Windows 8 devices or the Xbox One just for a simple app or a $15 game. It's just not going to happen. Um, you know, so it would have been a great gesture, a very nice gesture by 343 to release these on the same day. Um, it does make me curious, and Martin, we talked about it before the show, that um, you know you have to wonder, is the game even ready for the 360? Why is there being a delay for it, You know, you know, other than possibly the marketing scheme? So what do you think about that, Martin? Uh, yeah, 100% correct, mate. I think they could have at least given a date. I mean, as, as we spoke about earlier, it gives that window that if anything happens, they can delay it again. So without specifying a date in January for 360 owners, 
they kind of give themselves a back door just to kind of be what's river troubleshooting their problems. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, cause you know, like you mentioned, well, maybe it'll just be a, you know, a week or so after it could be January 2nd instead. And while that would be great, you know, and we would have loved to at least heard that announcement. I mean, if it had been just a week later, that might not have been so bad. Uh, but saying sometime in January, well, how that could be January 31st then, you know, that could be well over a month after, after the release and something that, um, uh, I believe I was talking with you about before the show was that, uh, you know, of the friends that I know that are going to play Spartan Assault, uh, I think there's only, out of all the friends I have on Xbox, there might be about oh, less than a half a dozen of them that are going to play Spartan Assault. And all of those are people that already have the Xbox One. So unless there's a friend of mine out there that I don't know about that's going to get Spartan Assault for the 360, I'm not going to have anybody to play co-op with. Now, I know some people would say then, well, then what are you worried about, you know, if it comes out later or not? Well, the fact is, is I still want to be able to play it at the same time because then I can at least talk with my friends who have it for the one, and I can talk with them about the gameplay. You know, we can converse back and forth. The game that I understand isn't going to be any different other than there will be some extra achievements for those that have it on the one versus the 360. So it would be nice to be able to do that. So when it comes to podcasting, uh, you know, Martin, you're going to have to hold off on your comments until I get Spartan Assault, you know. Uh, you know, but it's, so it's just, it's unfortunately another one of those very disappointing things that has become all too commonplace with regards to Halo of late. It's also, it's also sort of, um, it's, it's pretty sad how Xbox One has the thousand uh, gamer score mandatory put on. Um, Put on that title, so 360 is what 250. 250 will be a complete achievement, uh, yeah. sort of gamer school. Yeah. Whereas Xbox One's a thousand. So. Well, yeah, and, and the other thing, as well. Yeah, the other thing too is, if I'm not mistaken, uh, all the achievements are worth double on the Xbox One. I might be wrong there, but I'm pretty sure that's the case. So whatever you're earning, you know, in the 360, it's worth more than that on the Xbox One, not including those extra achievements that aren't even available for 360 owners. So, Exactly, exactly. I mean, they had to make up the Thousand Summer, I guess. (laughs) I guess, but, you know, it wasn't a full game, and so I don't really understand why they needed to do that, but. You know, whatever. It is what it is. So, you know, you, you lucky folks out there that have the Xbox One, you're going to get it as a Christmas present, whether by somebody else or for yourself. Uh, just please do me a favor and do not tell me about it. I already know enough about it uh, from friends that had it on Windows 8 devices. So, uh, you know, I want to try and get that core experience uh, by myself for the first time, whenever that sometime is in January. Uh, anything else on that from you, Martin? Um, no, just I think the uh, the thousand gamma score is going to be for all arcade games for Xbox One. So it's not just Spartan Assault; it's for every single game now. Sure, there's a mandatory thousand uh, gamma score on it for one. Wow, which is, which is kind of weird. It's, it sucks for developers who have to go and if they're doing two versions to go and, and sort of have things and, and yeah. I don't think there's going to be too much more though of that. Uh, you know, developing for both consoles. Yes, the 360 will be supported for a few more years. You know, maybe two years or so. But I think most people are, or most developers rather are are starting to develop for the one. So uh, you know, as far as creating um, achievements for both, I don't think that would be too hard. But anyways, true, yeah, true, true. 
<laughs> so let's move on to the next subject. Uh, I got this information from uh, my uh, my buddy Dustin Pettigrew uh, from Podtacular. He mentions through Twitter uh, some upcoming uh, matchmaking playlists. Uh, on January 6th will be Big Team SWAT. Uh, that's interesting. I don't ever recall uh, Big Team having SWAT before uh, other than Customs, so uh, that'll be kind of interesting. Uh, this is, by the way, it sounds like it's going to be through the rotational playlist. Uh, so uh, we, you're, you like SWAT, right, Martin? I love SWAT, mate. Uh-huh. So there you cool. go, you, you folks that love SWAT out there. Uh, you know, whether you're using BR, DMR. I wonder if they're going to do it with with uh, Covenant as well and, uh, and Prometheans, just like they're doing with uh, regular SWAT. I kind of hope so. That would be kind of cool then to have, uh, you know, big team. Imagine, you know, all those uh, uh, binary rifles, you know, shooting around or uh, seeing all the beam rifle uh, shots go off. But, uh, you know, I guess we'll have to wait and see for that. Uh, The next one, though, uh, and this starts on January 20th, and this is the big one. Team DLC. Oh, my God, it's about freaking time. The thing is, is why is it only going to be for two weeks? I guess maybe they're going to test it out. But I got to tell you, everybody out there, if you've got DLC, make a very concerted effort to play that playlist as much as you freaking can because we got to send a message to 343 that that playlist needs to be in the in the uh, playlists of all of them, you know, all the time as opposed to being in the rotational playlist. Uh, you know, we paid for these DLCs and, um, you know, we're not getting to see a, a whole lot of them all the time. In fact... A couple of days ago, I was playing with a friend of mine, Addicted Chaos, and uh, and several other folks as well. And apologies that I don't remember all of us in the in the party there, but we got to play Dominion on Outcast. Now, cool. my God, I think I've only seen that once before, several months ago, uh, when Dominion was an actual playlist. So that was uh, very unexpected. And as soon as it popped up, I was immediately saying, Outcast, vote for Outcast. I don't care what kind it is, if it's lockdown or not. We got to vote for Outcast because it never comes up. And we did. And uh, I can't remember if we won or not. But the fact was, is it was fun to be able to finally play on that map in matchmaking as opposed to going into customs. As it is, not many people play customs on Outcast anyways, partly because not everybody has it. But, uh, you know, also because it's such a big map, you need to have a lot of players to really enjoy it. So uh, it was nice to play that. So, again, I'm really stressing to all of you out there, if you have DLC, please play DLC or Team DLC playlist uh, when it starts on January 20th. And, again, it only lasts for two weeks. Okay, beyond that, in February, we have to look forward to is Heavies. Uh, and, and it says in Team Rumble. Now, I'm not sure what that means by Team Rumble because Rumble Pit is, uh, you know, is singular. So I'm not sure what Team Rumble is. But heavies, you'd have to make the assumption that there's going to be a ton of wraiths, scorpions, uh, probably the goss hog, uh, you know, maybe rocket hog. So if it's the scorpions, you know, you, you got to imagine to have enough room for this kind of stuff. Again, you're going to have to have big maps so or wide open ones so certainly ragnarok would be a choice for that um a big map map is outcast but again it's dlc and it's really hard to maneuver on outcast so i'm not sure uh you know how many other maps might be chosen for that but i am looking forward to it again uh you know i i don't know about you martin but i 
definitely need my scorpion kills for my commendation. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. What do you think about that one? Oh, uh, yeah, no, looking forward to it as well. I remember playing a lot of heavies on Reach. Reach was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed it there. Uh, I really enjoyed it in Halo 3, uh, especially on, um, oh, gosh, uh, it's blanking me. Let's see. Standoff. Standoff. Standoff was heavies, and wow, was that fun. I enjoyed the hell out of that. Of course, heavies then, that also inclu- included uh, the, um, not the Prowler, the... Um, Oh, crap. I'm forgetting it. The other brute vehicle. The chopper. Uh, the yeah, chopper. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, it. my God. I, I loved... I don't know about you, but I loved that vehicle. I thought that was a really cool vehicle. It was a little wonky to drive. You had to get used to it. But, um, you know, it had a really good thrust to it. Uh, it could be powerful. It could take some damage. You know, if you knew how to use it, and I was pretty good with it, uh, it could be a pretty damaging uh, uh, vehicle. And I kind of missed that. But that's because, you know, 343... Took brutes out of the picture altogether. Um, <laughs> yeah, by the way, yeah. we'll get back to that in just a moment. But anyways, the, um, this kind of takes you back to one of my first memories of Halo Three. Did you ever manage to flip the elephant? Oh yes. On, yeah, I remember that was like the on first week trap. of launch. Yes, it was like the first week of launch, and I flipped the elephant. I remember seeing the wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> How did you do that? Yeah. Like, what the hell? That was awesome. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that that was uh, that was pretty pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was rare to get the um, the the um, I almost said the mammoth. <laughs> it's rare to get the elephant to to even turn over as it is. It's possible, certainly, but uh, but when you could do it, uh, yeah, it was kind of funny. Um, but then to be able to flip the thing, you know, <laughs> I think I think I rolled it going over another elephant by accident like it wasn't set up this is a matchmaking yeah and i just remember press white wait what how did you do that <laughs> like yes that is awesome one spot and left the elephant that's wicked all right definitely <laughs> yeah, there's no way they could really do that <laughs> oh no 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 all right let's move on then um in march uh it looks like there's game types called metal madness and Extraction. Now, Extraction is a game type that uh, 343 came up with that is similar to uh, Territories or Land Grab, uh, kind of like Dominion is, but it's a different take on it. Uh, so it's nice to see that come back into matchmaking, although that one doesn't have commendations attached to it. Still, for those of those uh, for those of those folks that haven't had an opportunity to play it much, uh, here's your opportunity as well. Now, what Metal Madness is, I don't know. Anybody's guess at this point until they actually say something more about it, I don't know. Uh, but that uh, is what's upcoming for matchmaking, and we will uh, report on that uh, more as we find out uh, in the future from 343. Any other good. words on that one? No, buddy. We're good. Okay. Um, now, I mentioned about the Brutes real quick. Um, there is something coming up, Halo-related, that's going to include Brutes, and that's a new comic from uh, Dark Horse Comics called Escalation, or Halo Escalation. And, uh, and it happens uh, after Halo 4, and the essential part of the story is that the UNSC Infinity is escorting the Arbiter to uh, meet with a brute chieftain, uh, whether that's for uh, a truce or a peace treaty or armistice or whatever. Um, I don't know yet, but essentially that's kind of what it is. So we are going to get brutes back in Halo, but it's not going to be in the games just yet. I hope they come back into the games because I rather enjoyed them. Um, 
I know from some of the books, and I won't give which book in particular, and I won't give too much about this, but uh, there is a point in one of the newer books that brutes are living among humans. So there is an opportunity, possibly, that brutes could become allies to uh, to humans, which would be interesting and different. Uh, but then how that would play with the Arbiter and all that, who knows? So uh, at the very least, least, though, boy, I'm getting all tongue-tied tonight. At the very least, though, uh, I'm glad to see that they're making their way back into the Halo universe, even if it is just through comic book series. Quick quick question. Yeah. What was your favorite brute type? My favorite brute type? Oh, geez. Uh, you know... To say my favorite one, I don't, you know, I mean, I liked, there was a several of them I like. I've got to say that I like the ones from Reach uh, better than I did from, say, Halo 2. ODST had some really cool looking brutes as well. Uh, there was, um, I think it's a brute general that's in gold armor. Uh, that I really like, and I think he's pretty cool. Uh, the chieftains, of course, always look pretty cool. Um, oh, yes, that's my favorite. Yeah, yeah, and uh, there's a chieftain. Well, in fact, there was a chieftain in the previous uh, Dark Horse comics, uh, uh, Halo Initiation, that was the uh, backstory to Sarah Palmer, uh, that she uh, she takes one down, and uh, it's pretty cool. In fact, in, in particular about that, uh, there was an alternate cover that uh, I think, got a limited release i didn't unfortunately I didn't get the chance to get that but i did get my hands on a digital copy of the cover uh but it was all in black and white and this was maybe a month or so ago i did uh color that in through photoshop and posted uh, uh my version of that uh on the blog and the original version of that in color is also on the blog as well i did find the color version of that so you know you folks can check that out i think if you just type uh, brute in the uh um in the find field or the search field, you should be able to find that pretty easily. But uh, yeah, I would I would have to say uh, certainly the chieftains, and then probably that gold general in particular. Uh, I liked uh, you know just because of the the armor. Um, the one that's shown on Halo Escalation number one looks a little different and uh, looks a bit scary. And I have to say, and I think I've mentioned this before, that other than the two. Uh, canine teeth on the bottom as opposed to forerunners having it on the top it kind of looks like an aged forerunner as opposed to being a brute so you know at at first it had me a little thinking like what's going on here so uh you know like i said though in any event i'm just glad that the brutes are coming back in some way and hopefully they'll make it in the next one next game i got another i got another one for you (laughs) go ahead (laughs) grunts with the voices human voices or grunts with the alien voice. Oh, oh man, we gotta have grunts with human voices again. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, come on. A- there was so much comic relief in Halo Three with that. Uh, you know, whenever you'd chase them down, you know, they go screaming, running off. They'd say something. Whenever you'd you'd kill one of their buddies, you know, oh, you killed Flip Yap or something. You know, and that that <laughs> yeah. was fun. You know, and that's you what made. Demon. Yeah, yeah. You know, wait, was that you? It was me. Oh my god. <laughs> Did you swallow some helium for that? 
<laughs> but uh, but anyways, yeah. I mean, I, you know, personally, I think they need to be speaking uh, uh, English again, um, or well, they need to be speaking a human language because obviously, for those that buy in other countries, they're going to have to have it uh, dubbed in their language. But uh, you know, they need to be speaking human language as opposed to alien. I think uh, I personally, I'd prefer that. And considering that, you know, this is in the future now. Uh, you know, uh, what I'm talking about is it's past Halo 3 and we know the grunts know English or no human, uh, language. Uh, they need to go back to that as well. Uh, it just was so much fun. Uh, and it added just, uh, you know, another aspect to the game that made it enjoyable to play a uh, campaign over and over again. And, you know, should they come back with, uh, Spartan Ops or uh, Firefight or hopefully both um, it would be great to hear them uh, speak in uh, a human language in those in those uh, parts of the game as well there you go. it could be a skull pull a, even pull as a skull in hey, the game it'd be awesome there's an idea 343 you listening to that there you go human speaking uh, grunts as a skull that would be great maybe if you maybe how about this just have it be the uh, I would have been your daddy's skull you know, exactly. you turn that exactly. one, since they already have that skull, just make, you know, you turn that on all of a sudden. Now you can understand the grunts. That would be fantastic. That'd be awesome. All right. Well, what's, what's your favorite version, though, of a grunt? Which which game Ooh. iteration has the best grunts? Ooh. Now, see, that's, that's a good question. Um, uh, let me go through this a little bit, because that's a little hard to really pin down what I think is the favorite one. Halo 3 had, I think the best iteration of the classic versions of the grunts, but they all looked the same well, other, yes. other than the yes. colors. <clears throat> and, and the, but I still liked them. Now, when reach came out, uh, some of them looked somewhat similar though. They had a couple little extra attachments to them, but then you had a couple of other ones that had those big, uh, you know, barrels on them, you know, and, and like the keg things or whatever you want to call them. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, hey, keg, a keg beer grunt, you know, yeah. um, you know, <laughs> Uh, those were kind of cool. Um, Halo 4 uh, has some interesting takes as well. But because they changed the look of the grunts themselves, um, you know, it, I would just have to then consider the suits and not really the grunts. Because I'll be honest, I don't, I don't really like that they changed the grunts look that much. Uh, they added an extra toe in the foot. They added scales on them where they didn't really have that before. Before it was like an exoskeleton kind of thing. Um they added uh, uh, their face, their heads got much bigger, you know, and, and now uh, their breathing masks aren't on their mouths. Now they're through what I presume is their nose. So, you know, as far as that goes, I'm just going to talk about the uh, the suits that they have then. And with regards to that, then I probably would say from Halo 4, I, I probably like the um, the space one uh, the best. I can't remember what the hell that name is now for the space one. But anyways, uh, oh, Ranger. It's probably a Grunt Ranger. Um, that would probably be the one I like the best from Halo 4. From Halo 3, wow. Like I say, Halo 3, since they all look the same. Very, yeah, they were very generic in Halo 3. Yeah, uh, I probably just would stick with the orange one just because that was the, you know, the main one you went against. But then in Halo Reach, there were some really uh, unique ones as well. Um, I They're think my I think I like the ones that had like the double the double spike backpack, if you know what I mean, like the two big yep. spikes that come out of the back. I think I like that one probably the best. Uh, 
of all of them, including three and Halo Four. Um, what's cool about that? Uh, this is going off on a little bit of a tangent, but what's cool about that uh, for the toy? If you took that part, that backpack, because it is, it does come off. If you take that off, it almost looks like uh, the top part of Optimus Prime from Transformers. True. So yeah, yeah, I got you, I got you, I got you. So yeah, if you if you got that figure, check that out. You know, I, when I got that, I was like, "Ooh, that looks kind of cool." So that's probably why I liked it the most. I don't know, but. Uh, <laughs> Completely off on a tangent. I just, I'm no. No, that's good, man. No, that's cool. Hey, it's still, it's still Halo, so that's all good, man. No worries, no worries. Uh, Yeah, we could go on and on. You know what? We'll, we'll, we'll we'll table that because we could go on about you know elites and forerunners and all other stuff. So we'll we'll keep that uh, opinions for the next uh, cast. Okay. Go on. Just, just an 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 exiting point. Yes. T six. This is this is what I have to say about Ingo. What the <laughs> the hell was that? Yeah, wait, do it again. <laughs> did, I come, did I come through? Uh, yeah, uh, was that grunts laughing? It was. It was a grunt laugh. Uh, okay, that was yeah. uh, that was interesting. I, I don't. Let me see. I've got something here on my phone. I don't know if I'll be able to to get this to come through loud enough, but we'll see. So. Yeah, I've got a couple more. Hang on. Well, yeah, that's a good one. I've got tons of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know if mine's going to come through loud enough, but we'll see. All right, here. Well, this is simple. Hold on. Of course it's not going to work. <laughs> Dead air. Oh, there we go. That's why. All right. Hold on. Here we go. I don't have short-term memory. <laughs> Did you hear that? Hey, yeah, that yeah. was awesome. <laughs> yeah. So that was the Grump birthday party. But, yeah, and see, and that that's part of what the fun was with the grunts. You know, they're, they're easy to kill. We all know that, you know, and they're never, they've never really been dangerous. So you give them that, that extra uh, laugh factor to them and give them back human voices. So, you know, uh, for me, I would go back and replay missions to hear what they said, you know, because there's a lot of times I wouldn't quite catch everything they said. And, of course, you have to kill them to advance, you know, in uh, in some of the missions. So... You know, if you kill them ahead of time before you hear what they have to say, then it's like, ah, you know. And unfortunately, with Halo 4 not having theater for campaign, it's not like I can just go back in and do it that way, you know. So, all right. Uh, Let's move on here. Um, Okay, so this thing, this is kind of hot news. I just found this out. And this came from a tweet through uh, halobungie.org, uh, and it's talking about uh, a an unlicensed uh, Halo assault rifle. Um, now, the company that's producing this is called evike.com. That's E-V-I-K-E.com, and uh, they're airsoft guns is what they are, and uh, they're not calling it an assault rifle. Uh, they call it an AEG rifle, which I'm, I'm assuming probably means something uh, 
uh, I'm not sure what AEG means, but anyways, uh, it looks exactly like an AR. I mean, exactly. Uh, this thing uh, was going to be 500 and they've slashed $100 off, so now it's $400. So, yeah, that's not in my future. Uh, it's cool to see that something like that's being made, but I would prefer there to be a licensed product of props and not so damn expensive as well because, you know, honestly, uh, I don't need it to be an airsoft. It doesn't need to shoot. doesn't need to do anything other than just be a prop. You know, if I could just, you know, the, I've, got a, I've got a friend that I've mentioned on my blog several times before. Uh, I think you know of him, Andrew Cook. Yeah, I he, think I think I've heard you refer to him. Yeah, he's also known as Duff Frontline Trooper. He does uh, he does props made out of uh, out of blue foam mostly, uh, and uh, he makes some fantastic props. And they only cost him like thirty dollars to make. Now, mind you, uh, to make these in mass production, uh, you know there have to be more detail involved, and it wouldn't be made out of blue foam. But you know, realistically, I could see. Uh, Halo props being made and sold for like a hundred dollars, and at least that would be much more reasonable. Because then, you know, and life size. Could you imagine being able to have then, you know, an assault rifle, a battle rifle, DMR? Obviously, you pay more for something like a sniper rifle because it's a lot bigger. The thing is, is because it would be a prop, uh, you know, you'd have to. It would have to be like completely packaged. Uh, and then I know in the U.S. there is a guideline that it needs to have an orange tip so that it shows that it's a uh, it's a it's a toy and not an actual weapon. Um, because then you know obviously if somebody sees you walking around with it, they think you got a gun. You know, so uh, seeing that little orange tip, you know it's fake. Uh, but then again, anybody can just paint that over. So, but anyways, um, so if you folks uh, are interested in that. Uh, I'll have the link on the blog uh, either sometime tonight or tomorrow. So by the time you will listen to this, it should already be up on the uh, site. If not, in the meantime, you can always go to, like I said, evike.com and just look through their selections and you should be able to come across it. Okay. uh, Go ahead. Just quickly, doesn't that open them up to being, what is it, a lawsuit through Microsoft? If it's a replica of an assault rifle, even though they don't state it, isn't, if they have monetary gain from the from the selling of that item, and it's can't, would a Microsoft sue? Sure, that company. So absolutely, hmm. absolutely. At least I would think so because it's their intellectual property, you know. Uh, and you know, that's why, you know, like, I'm not going to be heavily promoting this. That's as much as I'll do. Plus I'll post one link and then I won't talk about it ever again. But, uh, (laughs) you know, and that's probably why it's so damn much because they know if they get their asses sued off on it, you know, it's like, well, we're going to make whatever money we can. (laughs) I don't know. You know, but anyways, (laughs) (laughs) um, I don't really have much more to talk about. Uh, we, you and I talked about before the show, uh, a little bit about the Xbox One. So why don't you go ahead and uh, and tell our uh, listeners here about uh, about that little bit of a conversation we had. Okay, so just wanted to say a little small piece on the Xbox One because I said I was going to um, and, and another podcast. Graphically, there's only a couple of games that really stand out to me, and I think everyone knows which they are, they are anyway, which would be Battlefield 4 and... Um, NBA 2K14, but Battlefield's that broken that it, it's causing people to leave that game anyway. But um, 
the best thing about the Xbox One, if if you're looking at purchasing one, obviously with Spartan Assault you get the the extra achievements, all that kind of stuff. But it's the multi-function of the console. I think if if you wanted to wait until Halo Five to pick up an Xbox One or Destiny, which is coming out in when, what, do you know the date for that, Sal? Actually, yes, I do. It's September 9th, 9-9. They're getting away from the 7s and they're going up 9s this time. There you go. So yeah. because of that, and you have to estimate that Halo's going to be around that time as well, that I think if you held off for for an Xbox One until then, you're not going to be missing out on too much. Mm-hmm. Um, besides if you're really into other games or titles like um, Destiny, or not, sorry, like sports games or right. or anything like that. But um, yeah, graphically, not that big a jump that I've seen. I mean, you can you can tell on a couple of games, but um, the multifunction of it's pretty amazing. But so by multifunction, cl- you're talking about the user interface. That's in my yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and the stuff you can do with the de- the built-in game DVR, um, <laughs> It's pretty cool how you can just say one phrase and it records the last 30 seconds of whatever you've done. You just say, what, Xbox record that? It's exactly what you say. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it is exactly what you say. And then it records and it uploads to an activity feed um, simultaneously so that if you've just recorded something and your friend's playing a different game, you press your guide button and it comes up with uh, activity feed and it has... Um, Buckets all day just recorded uh, a video clip from uh, on the NBA, and then you click on it and you can watch it straight away. Huh. And that goes that goes seamlessly with a phone as well. So your Xbox One smart glass app um, it goes straight to there as well. So you can actually view your clips and other clips from your friends on your phone. Now, can can these clips be uploaded to YouTube? They can. You, what because of the Twitch not being ready at launch. Um, so what they've done, they've put it through SkyDrive, and SkyDrive was ready at launch. Um, so you, all you have to do is upload it to a SkyDrive account um, through your Xbox One, which has the app for it. Um, then you post it through on YouTube through your SkyDrive account. I see. So it is possible, but there's a couple extra steps to it then. There is, yeah, definitely. Okay. Definitely, no, there, there is a couple of extra steps. All right, well, maybe um, that won't be too yeah. bad. You know, you're right, though. See, I personally won't be able to afford an Xbox One until uh, late in the spring. I was hoping to get one in time for Titanfall, but that looks like it's not going to happen. And then, you know, I also thought Destiny was going to be out around that time, and when they made the big announcement the other day that it won't be till September... I'll be honest with you, I'm not so much in a rush then, uh, you know, to want to get it for March just for Titanfall. If Destiny was going to come out at the same time, then I would have really wanted it then. But, you know, now we, we, you and I, we talked about this, that with Destiny coming out in September and the likelihood of Halo coming out between September and probably November, as it has, you know, for Halo 4, there's going to be a lot of competition there, you know. Oh, yeah. And Destiny likely looks to be coming out beforehand. Uh, and if it's a hit, which I expect it to be, you know, it's done by Bungie, which is a beloved developer also, you know, developed Halo before and all that, uh, you know, the next Halo game, you know, you and I and, and Zach and, and other friends of ours, we've talked about it, that 343 needs to not just hit this out of the park. They need to hit it out of the atmosphere with the next Halo game. And because it's only being done one year after Halo 
4, I'm sorry, two years after Halo 4, uh, you know, mind you, some of the team was already working on it. Still, you have to be a little concerned that there's going to be some rush in there that, uh, you know, they may miss a few things. Uh, oh, by the way, and on that note, I wanted to mention that uh, one of the uh, one of the folks through 343, and you'll forgive me that I can't recall his name at the moment. I think he's from Australia, though, but I can't remember his name. Um, he recently uh, was on Twitter and was answering a bunch of questions with regards to the development of uh, of Halo Four, and uh, and he took a lot uh, of the uh, uh, the criticism very well, uh, and you know he said a lot of it was his fault, and you know he understands that uh, that the team has learned a lot, and that those kinds of things will be uh, you know much improved or fixed for the next game. Um, I heard through somebody else, and I can't I can't. Uh, back this up with any actual proof. So you folks, you'll have to just take this with a grain of salt. But from what I heard, he also stated that uh, he had a major surgery around that time. So I guess there wasn't anybody else to do his particular job. Uh, and so when he came back from surgery, he was really uh, crunched for time to uh, to get some of these things done. And that's why, in particular, uh, from what I heard, uh, that's why your uh, your Spartan rank only goes up to 130 and that it was able to be obtained really quickly again because apparently he was uh, you know off on a, uh, a medical break and uh, and then was crunched for time to get this done so that's something that he's keenly aware of and so for the next game uh, it's understood that it's going to take longer to rank up which I I feel it should too I don't know about you Martin but for me it only took me 40 days to hit 130 from the release of Halo 4 now part of that is yes I I did use some double XP points uh, and I could have actually reached that faster had I known that you could have gotten more points in Spartan Ops matchmaking I didn't realize that until like the last week and a half but um, you know, it, regard, regardless of that, uh, they're going to make it much longer this time around. Cool. Yeah. So uh, you know, it, it was nice though to see one of the three four three folks actually admit that there were some mistakes made, that they do realize uh, what those problems were, and that they are uh, definitely going to be fixing them, uh, you know, or whatever the case may be. So I was just really glad to hear that. Uh, you know, it was nice to to get a feeling of truth coming from there uh, and uh, and some honesty and not so much secretive, you know, stuff. I mean, unfortunately, you know, I know that that's part of what they, they need to keep something secret, but you know, Halo is a big community, still is, even if there's not as many people playing the current game. And uh, to keep some of these things so secretive, um, it just makes fans uneasy. And, you know, when we're expecting so much from a game uh, and from a franchise that we've grown to love over well over 10 years, uh, to continue to stay secret on certain things, you know, it just really doesn't give off a good vibe. So, again, I was really glad to hear or rather read uh, this gentleman, um, you know, taking some responsibility for some of those things. That's exactly right. All right. Was there anything else that, uh, that you wanted to bring up, Martin? 
No, I think it's it, man. I didn't, that, was, that was pretty much the span of what I wanted to say. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, as we're recording this, today is Monday, so it is uh, 343 Day. So, obviously, by the time you will have heard this, 343 Day will be over, and hopefully you've had a chance to play it. Uh, there are uh, There is a special playlist in there today. Uh, you can unlock the, uh, the Commando Helmet. Uh, that normally you can only get the Commando Helmet by Mastering Dominion. Uh, they're allowing you to get the the uh, the commando helmet uh, just by playing or finishing a uh, game in matchmaking or Spartan Ops matchmaking. However, if you want to get the full armor, uh, you will still need to get the Dominion mastery done. Now, since Dominion as a playlist is not there anymore, and in fact it just finished yesterday with a rotational playlist, that's going to be pretty damn hard to get because you can't get it through matchmaking anymore. So, uh, you know, who knows when that will come back and uh, you'll be able to do that. So I was lucky enough to get that. In fact, speaking of that, um, I wanted to get uh, finish off my Regicide Mastery. I, I finally got – I only needed a couple of wins uh, as of uh, a few days ago. I got that. I needed eight more uh, Executioners, and that's essentially assassinating the, the king, and, uh, and I was able to finally get that as well. So by getting that, the, that playlist mastered, uh, I finally unlocked the, uh, the Kingslayer emblem. And I've mentioned this before, that Kingslayer emblem is the same emblem that Fireteam Majestic uses in uh, Spartan Ops. And it's an emblem that I much needed uh, so that I could finally get to work on uh, on the web series that I've been wanting to produce for the longest time. Uh, so now I'll be able to actually move forward on it. It's going to be a little tricky because I'll be the only one that will have it, but uh, I'll be able to work through that. But uh, anyways, I do want to give a shout-out and a thanks to those folks who did help me uh, along the way. That's Certainly you, Martin, are one of those uh, that helped me with getting wins and regicides and, you know, the executioners and so on. Uh, so, again, thank you to you, to Zach, and to uh, all of you friends out there who, uh, who helped me achieve that. That uh, it means a lot to me, and it does mean uh, more for Halo Fan for Life. And hopefully I can get this web series going uh, very soon and get some quality uh, episodes out to you folks so you can enjoy them as well. All right. Well, uh, I don't have anything else at the moment either. I know this has been a rather short uh, podcast, but again, like I said, we, we I just came to the decision. I didn't really want to just go over the bulletin point for point again because, you know, that's really just kind of easy to do uh, and there's really no skill to it. And unless there's something that's really uh, newsworthy, in my opinion, then uh, I just wasn't going to go over the whole thing all over again. So... All right, uh, Martin, you want to give out any plugs there for anything, for Twitter or anything else? Yeah, you can follow me at the Halo Opinion. Uh, also, yeah, if you want a friend request on uh, Xbox One or 360, that's buckets all day, uh, all spaces. Um, yeah, other than that, all good. Okay, is there any special characters in that, no numbers or anything like that? It's just buckets all day? Actually, good point. Um, so... Buckets, um, space, all is A11 uh-huh. uh, rather than LL. Okay. <laughs> they, thank you very much. The person who already had the all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, there's somebody already um, called Buckets all day out there? Wow. There's someone called Buckets all day. Oh. How dare they? How dare <laughs> they? But yeah, so yeah, follow me on, uh, follow me on Twitter. Um, yeah. Okay. Send me, send me an invite. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And, and as well, uh, uh, you can always check out uh, news and information through uh, HaloFanForLife.com. Uh, I am HaloFanForLife1 
on uh, on uh, Xbox. So uh, if you want to send me a friend request, that's fine. Now, I, I do want to make a point that uh, typically my friends list gets filled up quick, and, and I do also take friends off that I haven't played with for you know several months. So uh, if you're going to send me a friend request. Uh, I need you to be diligent in in knowing that you're going to have to be playing a lot of Halo because that's primarily all I play and that you're going to be gaming with me. So, uh, you know, if it's going to be one of these every once in a great while things, um, you know, just, you know, you're welcome to game with me. I don't know how long you'll stay on the list. And I don't want that to sound bad, but just realize that I have a focus for Halo. And, uh, you know, that's what I'm looking for is for folks that, that play Halo you know, if not necessarily all the time, a great majority of the time, uh, with a few exceptions. I've got a few exceptions on there. <coughs> Martin, <coughs> anyways. <laughs> no, I'm just joking aye, with aye, you. Aye, I'm aye, just aye. messing with you. But All right, folks. Well, uh, just, we're about 45 just, minutes into this. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just one more thing. If, uh, if we don't have another podcast before Christmas time, uh, Merry Christmas to everybody and stay safe over the holidays. Most certainly. Yeah, I hope to have one before then. But yes, just in case. Uh, yes. Uh, Merry Christmas. We're not going to say happy holidays. We're going to say Merry Christmas because that's what that's what I believe in. And Martin, obviously, uh, Happy New Year's. Uh, if you're Jewish, Happy Hanukkah. Uh, uh, I don't know what the one is for Kwanzaa, so I'm going to just say Happy Kwanzaa, <laughs> I guess. Um, I know there's Box Day uh, in uh, in Canada, and that's right after Christmas. Uh, yeah, we have so, that as well. Yeah, we so, uh, so whatever the case is, whatever holiday that you uh, that you enjoy during this time of year, uh, we hope that you have a safe one, a healthy one, uh, a, a family and friend and fun one, and uh, always come back uh, to Halo Fan for Life and uh, uh, you know see what we have to offer, and hopefully we can continue to uh, entertain you and bring you uh, more news about Halo uh, in the many many months and years to come. Uh, again, this is Sal, uh, for Martin. Uh, well, I guess that's it. So, uh, we'll see you next time. See ya.